Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listener's Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, September 17th, 2016, and as always, we've got the listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Emily Jennings. And I'm Kim Ji-eun. We'll be right back. Hi, Emily. Hi, Jian. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Did you have a nice Chuseok holiday? Um, I guess the short answer will be yes, and the long answer is I'm so full. Oh, well, that's both are positive, so that's well, good. Well, it really depends on which way you look at it, I guess. But <laughs> it feels like I've been eating nonstop since Wednesday because... You know, grandmas wouldn't stop bringing out more food after Aww. food after food. Well, that's sweet. Was it mm. delicious food? Yeah, mostly rice cakes, okay. or songpyeon as they're called. Uh, they're, they're like the um, half moon shaped mm-hmm. rice cakes filled with uh, sesame and sesame oil. well, and sesame like something seed. sweet. Yes, yeah, sesame seed and something sweet. And um, yeah, I've had way too much of that and ribs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess. All holidays and grandmas are the same everywhere around the world. Yeah, kind of sounds like... uh, (laughs) I mean, I guess a lot of people think of Chuseok in Korea as... Well, the Korean version of Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. as well, right? So maybe um, that's why grandmas wouldn't stop feeding you. (laughs) How was your holiday? Yeah, my holiday was nice as well. I ate a lot of uh, food, but I had chocolate muffins, actually. Chocolate muffins, nice. Yeah, my mother-in-law gets chocolate muffins for me because she knows I'm not... um, the biggest fan of uh, dock or rice oh, cakes. So I so get sweet muffins. Of her. Yeah. So well, I, had, I had some dock and muffins. <laughs> yeah, very, very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just a lovely time hanging out with family. Good to hear. Well, moving on, though, this is rather random, but I just found out recently that today, September 17th, mm-hmm. is considered some, somewhat important to some people in Korea as well. It's not like a national thing or anything, mm-hmm. but uh, I thought it would be somewhat important for you too, Emily, but for a completely different reason. Oh, really? What's the reason? Well, for you, I think this day would be significant because it's exactly 100 days away from Christmas Eve. And because I remember you saying that you love Christmas. Yes, it is definitely my favorite holiday. I love Christmas. And Christmas Eve is very exciting, Mm -hmm. too, because that's when the excitement starts to build. So really, really good news. Only 101 days until Christmas or 100 until Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. What else is significant about the day? Well, apparently, this day is now known as the Confession Day or hmm. Kobek Day in Korea amongst the younger people here in Korea, as in conf- confessing your love for someone, oh. not your sins for the priest <laughs> or anything like that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Because if you're successful and become a couple with the person you confess your love to, then you get to celebrate your 100th day as a couple on Christmas Eve. Oh, wow. Okay. Is that that's something that people want to do? Have it coinciding with Christmas Eve? I suppose. Maybe you get extra <laughs> gifts or something? Maybe. <laughs> or maybe you get one gift instead of two. So as a gift giver, it's cheaper. It's cheaper. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe it guarantees you a gift on Christmas. Maybe. Well, it's interesting to hear. Uh, but I have to wonder if it is a commercial gimmick as well, like White Day or Pepero mm. Day here in Korea. You know, just kind of encouraging couples to spend even more money than they already would have on Christmas. That's what I was Christmas. thinking too, but maybe we should look at the silver lining. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, it could 
also come in handy for someone who may have needed that final push mm-hmm. to work up the courage to ask someone out, especially if they couldn't wait till the next Valentine's Day, which is, you know, several more months away. Yeah, that's a nice way of looking at it. And I guess it is kind of cute if kind you of. think that people will be nervous today mm. trying to work up the courage to ask someone to be their boyfriend or girlfriend thinking that they're going to spend at least 100 days together and celebrate (laughs) Christmas. So it's quite nice. Yeah. But the important thing that I'm taking away from this story is that there are only 101 days left until Christmas. And that is exciting. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. (laughs) This day is just 100 days away from uh, Christmas Eve for me and not much else. Well, quickly, before we get to the letters and reports, here's a quick reminder of a special event that's currently underway on our Facebook page. Our audiobook series titled The Tales of Korea's World Heritage, narrated by yours truly, is now complete. And we're giving away some prizes by raffle to those who share our Facebook post about it with their friends. The event only runs until Monday, September 19th, Korea time. So that's not a lot of time Mm -hmm. left. If you haven't yet, share the post and tag your friends for a chance to win some lovely paper crafts of Korea's cultural heritages. For more information and directions, visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash English KBS. Now we're going to take a quick break before we come back to share with you this week's listeners' letters, messages, reception reports and more. So stay tuned. You are listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to take a look at the listeners' letters and recession reports. As usual, we've received some lovely handwritten, typed-up, emailed comments, letters, and recession reports from you, our listeners, and we'll share some of those with you on this program. First of all, some of our monitors and listeners informed us on Facebook and also later by email that our email server was down for a couple of days last week. Now, we forgot to mention it on last week's show, so we wanted to thank all of you for the heads up today. And we would not have found out about the issue without your help, so thank you very much. Needless to say, it is up and running again without any glitches now, and we have also since contacted the service provider to make Make sure that there aren't any other issues. Again, a big thanks to our monitors Nick Sharp and P.S. Sakar, as well as listener Amir Manzoor. Uh, those are just the listeners who mentioned the email issue to mm-hmm. us off the top of my head. I might be forgetting some of you. I apologize if I am. But yes, thank you all for taking the time to inform us of the issue last week. Now, moving on to some of this week's letters and reports, we'll start with letters from our monitor, Fumito Hokamura of Japan. We actually received 10 envelopes from Fumito in the past week and a half. And obviously, we're not going to be able to share all of them with you today. So we'll just share a few that stood out. It appeared that maybe Fumito had found a bunch of reports he had written a while back, but forgot to mail to us. So included them with the later reports because there were a couple of reports dated March and June even in the same envelope with those dated August. This actually gave us a chance to take a look at the recession conditions in his area at a glance and we noticed that the conditions seemed to have been uncharacteristically 
degraded throughout late July and August. Usually, Fumito monitors our 0200-hour UTC broadcast on 9.580 megahertz and 0800 UTC broadcast on 9.570 megahertz. And it's actually rare to get a report from him with an overall merit below 3 or fair condition, of course. But on July 31st, he wrote that the simpo for the 0200-hour UTC broadcast on 9.580 megahertz started out at 25222 and even dropped further to 15121. Similarly, on August 6th, he tuned into our 0800-hour UTC broadcast on 9.570 megahertz using a DE1103 receiver with the rod antenna and rated the simpo 4523 two and later three five two two two. On August 12th, he tuned into us on 9.570 MHz from 0825 to 0900 hours UTC using a Toshibo TYSHR3 receiver with a rod antenna and rated the Simpo 45232 at first and 35222 later on, noting some jamming. On August 20th, he used a Sanjian ATS909X receiver with a rod antenna to listen to our 9.5 megahertz broadcast again which yielded a simple rating of 35222 at first but was then downgraded to 25121 due to what he assumed were jamming from the north. He also noted that the conditions were so noisy and poor. The latest report we received from Fumito was dated August 31st, and when he tuned into the English service on 9.580 megahertz at 0200 hours UTC using a DE1103 receiver with a rod antenna, he rated the simple 25232 and said that jamming started at around 223 UTC. He also wrote, How have you been? There were many heat wave days this August, but there were also heavy showers over the past three days. But it's been raining heavily every day in the northern Japanese area. How about Seoul, Daegu and Jeju Island? And he specifically mentioned those three areas, mm-hmm. which is quite interesting as well. Well, I know he mentioned he wants to visit Jeju mm-hmm. and I'm wondering if he's actually been to Daegu. But, and also I'm wondering if the heat wave and the heavy rain and also the typhoons that's been affecting Japan lately were affecting mm-hmm. the signals. In other reports, Fumito was also asked about how much rain we've seen this summer here in Seoul and also if we were affected by the typhoons at all. Well, Fumito, thank you for asking, first of all. And the fact is we've had one of the driest Augusts on record this year. The August precipitation level was just uh, 36% of last year's and also 22% of the average. So we're seeing less and less rain in the summertime, it seems. We did get some heavy rain here in Seoul recently, partly affected by the 10th and the 12th typhoons in Mm -hmm. early September. But it wasn't a huge deal. It was um, just some rain that we've been waiting for, I think. But uh, the typhoons did, however, unfortunately wreak havoc in the East Coast areas and the islands there. Now, hopefully you're enjoying some better weather in Fukuoka now, Fumito. And thank you very much for monitoring our programs despite the unfavorable conditions. Hopefully they'll improve in time. Fumito also mentioned in one of the letters that he would like some papingsu or mm. shaved ice topped with red bean paste, which is a Korean summer dessert. So again, I hope you had some papingsu this summer too. Mm.
Well, fortunately, there was also some good news about the frequency of 9.570 megahertz. Lani O'Narajan, our monitor in the Philippines, sent us her logs for the frequency at 0800 hours UTC from June 24th until August 6th. Throughout those 44 days, the conditions remained good to excellent, with many ratings of fours and fives across the board. Lani Roche, first of all, I would like to thank you for sending me five receiving logs plus the five QSL cards, including the three descendants of the sun and the very shiny KBS stickers. I really appreciate it. By the way, your June 24th until August 6th broadcast at 9.570 megahertz on 0800 to 0900 UTC has strong signal strength most of the time. The sound quality and loudness of those days were strong and clear enough to be heard and understood. Despite the slight noise and interference coming from other frequencies and some propagation issues, reception remains in good and excellent condition. Congratulations to you for being the eighth overall in the 2016 Rio Games and kudos to KBS World Radio for a job well done with the Rio Olympics coverage. Again, thank you very much, your avid listener, Lani O'Narajan. Well, thank you very much for that, Lani. And it's great to hear that you could hear us loud and clear mm-hmm. throughout those days. Let us know if you need any more recession forms, and we'll send you your QSL cards very soon. The next monitoring log we have for you also comes from the Philippines. Monitor Henry L. Umade sent us his logs for August 1st through the 17th online, both for the 0800 and 1300 RUTC broadcast on 9.570 MHz using a Grundig YB400 receiver with an aerial shortwave antenna. He listened to us at 1300 RUTC on weekdays and at 0800 RUTC on weekends, and it seems that reception conditions were generally a little better but more slightly at 0800 RUTC than at 1300 RUTC because while the SIMPA rating for the 1300 R broadcasts were mostly three across the board or around that area, the 0800 RUTC broadcasts received mostly fours. In fact, the ratings for the two Saturdays were the highest at four across the board. Henry also wrote, Dear radio friends, greetings from Central Philippines. I would like to wish the Korean people happy Chuseok Festival. May you have more blessings and abundant harvest. I scanned your website and saw a lot of changes with more news, information on, on culture, tourism, and entertainment. There are very valuable information that we can't find on other platforms. I am monitoring the news about the latest missile launching from North Korea, which I find somehow alarming. We are praying for a peaceful resolution of this conflict in North Asia. I received no mail recently. I've asked for your stickers, but until today, I have not received any. Thank you very much. Happy holidays. Well, thank you for your logs and the Chuseok greetings, Henry. We will check with our mail correspondents, Yunha, to make sure that your stickers and uh, QSL cards are on their way and that they will get to you very soon. Mm-hmm. Staying with online reception reports, there are a few reports that we want to bring up that were incomplete. The fact is we got a lot of incomplete online reception reports every single week. So I think we're going to have to ask Yuna, our mail correspondent, to explain the process in a bit of detail someday. Now, we normally don't share the incomplete reports that we can't verify with QSL cards, but there were a few that were so close. So we thought we'd mention them on the show 
show as well. Now, the first one is by listener Harun or Rashid of Bangladesh, who wrote that he's listened to our broadcast from 1800 to 1900 hours UTC on August 31st, but he did not specify the frequency. Now, luckily, our only broadcast at 1800 UTC is on 7.275 megahertz. So we are actually able to send you a QSL card this time, but please be sure to fill in all the blanks, including the device information the next time you write into us. But we are glad that the listening conditions seem to have been excellent with a simple rating of five across the board. So thank you, Haran, and we hope to hear from you again soon. The next one was from another brand new listener by the name of Tong Yufei of Shanghai, China. He left us his logs for September 6th when he heard us using an ICOM R71E receiver with the long wire antenna between 0240 and 0250 hours UTC. He rated the simple 54444 and wrote, This is my first time receiving the KBS English radio. The program was on some pop music. The host's English is very nice and the signal is perfect. I'll appreciate if you could send me a QSL card of KBS World Radio. Now, we broadcast on two different frequencies at 0200 RUTC on 9.580 megahertz towards South America and on 9.690 megahertz targeting Southeast Asia. And since he says he heard a pop music program, we believe he was tuning into 9.6. 90 megahertz, our service 3 broadcast. At the same time, our service 1 broadcast would have been on at uh, 9.580 megahertz, which includes the news, soul calling drama lines, and creative minds of Korea since September 6 was a Tuesday. But of course, our service 3 was on K pop connection. So Yufei will send you a QSL card for 9.690 megahertz, and we do hope to hear from you again soon, hopefully with the uh, frequency mm-hmm. information as well the next time. But Either way, welcome to KBS World Radio, by the way. Hmm. I think we've been mentioning this a lot lately as well, but this is why it's so helpful when you give us some details on what you hear about our broadcasts. Any little detail could provide us with loads of clues that could help us verify the reports, even if there are some small mistakes, be it a mistake in date, frequency, or even broadcast time. In other words, it helps us provide you with the correct verifications and a QSL card. So thank you very much for the details. Now, the next online report that we want to share with you today is by listener Paul Walker of the US. We were pleasantly surprised to find that he could hear us on a number of different frequencies in fair to excellent conditions. Using his Texan PL880 receiver with a 225-foot long wire antenna, he tuned in to us on three different frequencies on August 27th. The 1600-hour broadcast on 9.640 MHz was in best condition with a simple rating of 55455 on this day compared to 9.515 MHz and the 1800-hour UTC broadcast on 7.275 MHz. On August 29th, he rated the SIMPO 43343 for the broadcast on 9.640 megahertz between 1640 to 1650 hours UTC and 4 across the board for the broadcast on 9.515 megahertz between 1650 and 1700 hours UTC. Paul continued to monitor the three frequencies on August 30th, 31st, and also September 1st, and the overall merits stayed in fair to good conditions except on August 30th when the 9.640 megahertz broadcast 
as between 1650 and 1700 RUTC was rated 32232. He also shared with us a 15-minute long recording of the broadcast on this day via a YouTube link, which included parts of Soul Calling and also parts of Drama Lines. The recording was for the 9.515 megahertz broadcast, and he also wrote, a weak, fadey, and noisy signal on 9.515 megahertz. The noise and fading makes listening for exact details pretty tough. I think I hear some talk about Korean culture and then the announcer signing off and then a song plays. Recorded at 1626 hour UTC on August 30th, 2016 in Galena, Alaska, using a Texan PL-880, 225-foot long wire-oriented east-west picking up north and south. Also used were a workman antenna switch, DX engineering HF pre-amplifier, and an MTEG ZM2 antenna tuner. Well, thank you very much for the detailed report and the recording as well, Paul. Your QSL cards are on their way. Now, next up, we have another online report from our UK monitor, Alan Holder, who monitored our broadcasts on four different frequencies between August 20th and 31st using a Yesu FRG7700 communications receiver with a Wellbrook ALA1530 loop outdoor antenna. Now, unfortunately, the listening conditions were mostly very poor to poor, with a few days where it was fair. He summed it up quite nicely for us by writing, 15.575 megahertz, the frequency was clear, signal was mostly just about audible, with a no, and occasionally it was a little stronger. It probably reaches Europe from the back of your antenna at Kimje in Korea. 11.810 megahertz, the signal was sometimes fair to good, but often completely dead. China on 11.810, Saudi Arabia on 11.820 both caused slight interference. And on 9.515 MHz, there was fair strength and it was clear. This was the best frequency by far. Now, 7.275 megahertz was extremely weak. It was slightly stronger on occasional days, and there was co-channel interference from China for the first half hour persisting, and then Vietnam on 7.280. Well, thank you, Alan, very much for the detailed report. And he also sent us a really nice message. It was a long message that I wanted to read all out on the program, but unfortunately we are running out of time, so I'm going to have to save that message for the next week's program. Since we are done with the letters for the time being, let's jump over to our new listeners lounge segment peeking into the KBS World Radio's mailroom. Here's Inside the Mailbox with Yuna Lee. Hello and welcome to Inside the Mailbox. I'm Yoonha Lee. this weekly corner, I'll share updated information from our Facebook page and events and answer listeners' inquiries. Also, I'll tell you how to navigate our KBS World Radio English service website. First up, let's go over to our Facebook page. A few of our listeners recently sent us some lovely photos, and they have been posted on our English service Facebook page. One of the photos is from Haranya from Sri Lanka of the KBS teddy bear and stationery she received for Y2C. I just had to mention this one because there were so many likes and comments, and we were very glad to know that the prize reached her safely. Hirana herself commented on this post, thanking us for uploading our photo, 
and a number of our Facebook page followers commented that the teddy bear was very nice and cute. We appreciate our listeners letting us know when they receive a prize, because sometimes packages get lost or even stolen, and we'd hate for that to happen to any of our prize winners. To take a look at these postings, make sure to head on over to our English Service Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash EnglishKBS. Now, teddy bears are something we tried for the first time, and we got a lot of positive feedback. If you have any gift ideas for us, don't hesitate to let us know. Also, keep tuning in to our programs and check our website for your chance to win a gift. Next up, let's move on to website directions. This week, I'll run you through how to find the music playlists for K-pop Connection and K-pop Interactive. If you scroll over the word program on the top horizontal menu, a blue menu should pop up just like last time. On the very right, under entertainment, two lines down, you should be able to find playlist. This takes you to a list of all the music played in previous K-pop connection and K-pop interactive shows, dating back to November 11th of 2011, which was a Sunday. You can move to the day you'd like to see by clicking on the calendar next to the words choose a date. This is a great way to find out about music titles and artists if you miss them during the programs. To find more about these features, head on over to world.kbs.co.kr slash English. And that's it for this week's Inside the Mailbox. Until next time, this is Yoon Ha Lee. Have a nice weekend. Well, that's all we have for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Emily Jennings. And this has been Kim Ji-yeon. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye.